Guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is totally free. Everybody loves free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Without practice, uh, yeah. that is why I did not say it because I knew I'd mess it up. <laughs> still pretty good, but we all said it at a different time, so it's it, still pretty good. Oh, oh, we suck. Wait, all right, guys, <laughs> there we go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to episode fourteen of Inside the Minds. I'm sorry for the mess up last week. Kevin doesn't know how to read or write. Uh, he's partially dyslexic. I just You're named him that mess up the episode. No, 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 no. I didn't do it. I just read what I, what's there. No, it said episode thirteen. Whatever. Um, yeah, so happy posting, Code my everybody. You know, I hope you guys like that uh, entrance music. The, the Hopefully you had plenty of tequila. Hopefully you had plenty of tequila, tacos, beer. Not me. More beer. Oh, no. Bart, you you have to save the world overnight. So, uh, Well, I will never t- drink tequila straight ever again. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, fantastic news. Day zero without sports. And I will explain why later. After, after Kevin... Talks about his week with us. Kevin, how are you, man? <clears throat> um, yep. So, it's finals week out there for a lot of colleges. And I have one thing to say. Do your fucking finals, people. God <laughs> fucking damn it. I had 24 students not do their final. I only have 73 students. Oh, my God. It just blows you my mind. You know who you are. Yeah, yeah you, you all got an F, so... <laughs> Absolutely. You done fucked up. <laughs> you done goofed. You done uh, goofed. Yeah, so that's how I ended my teaching career with Northern Illinois University. Uh, <laughs> 24 students didn't take my final. Can you so fail them all? Offer you a job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're definitely not offering me a job now. Uh, <laughs> um, but, no, I only failed two of them. A lot of them got Ds and Cs. But <laughs> NIU thankfully just gave them U's, which I didn't even know was a letter grade until today. <laughs> They're unsatisfied. <laughs> I was Chris, unsatisfied. buddy, how you doing? How you doing, man? <laughs> Unemployment sucks. And I'm not saying that just like as a general thing. Like I hate not working. I, I, I started driving with Uber and that's been pretty relatively profitable. Um, that's not the point. The point is, is that un- the unemployment system in Illinois is horrible. So... Um, I've seen a few tweets about like other states that being bad, like Wisconsin, like Indiana, Missouri, I think even. Here's what happened today, right? At least this month. So I file for unemployment. They tell me I should certify a gun 
on May 5th, which was on Tuesday. So I go into the system, I file for unemployment or I certify. And I said, you have to, you have to certify on a, either a Thursday or Friday. I thought, okay, whatever. That's not what you told me first, but I, I can live with that. Right. So I go in and about this afternoon around 1230 or so I, I log in and I try to certify, uh, certify, um, for those of you who are listening, we're recording this on a Thursday and I go on to certify and it says your required certification date is either on a Thursday or a Friday. Please do it then. <laughs> so what's wrong with that picture? <laughs> I don't know. It might be a Thursday. <laughs> It says I have to do it on a Thursday or Friday. Oh, my God. I'm probably going to get denied for it anyway. So, eh, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, Bart, what's going on, bud? <laughs> well, I mean, just wanted to say that I'm essential. Um, uh, and uh, the month of May is mental health awareness month i know that we we all probably know someone that may be struggling with uh mental health so reach out to those people see how they're doing especially during a time of uh quarantine uh so you know check up on each other it's okay to not be okay that's all i gotta say that is yeah absolutely bart Uh, i love that statement you are absolutely correct um guys so i did say day zero of sports let me explain that a little bit talk about it later ufc is going down on saturday i am super pumped i am not the biggest fan in the world i will be this saturday hopefully i get into it so you can watch more ufcs they're uh they are fighting down in jacksonville because it's that's really all you know oh the sound island Dang. No, he couldn't get the island. He said Fight, Fight Island is next for UFC. For, uh, Dana White did. For, Legit, that'd uh, be UFC super dope, though. Like a oh. whole island dedicated to fighting. Fight yeah, that, that, that is pretty dope. Is, <laughs> yes. So we do have that come back, uh, coming up on the show. A little show preview as well. We do have so, another athlete uh, as well that's being interviewed, courtesy of Kevin. Uh, he brought us Miss, Miss Elizabeth Highland <laughs> to talk about her pro volleyball career, uh, where she got recruited where she played. She played overseas. And, yeah, that's going to be super cool, super, super cool. You were really <laughs> struggling with the words there. <laughs> yeah, man, words are hard. I, post, I said post Cinco de Mayo, so. <laughs> so I just have one question about this fight island, right? Yes. How much are tickets? No one can go. Oh. Yeah. This but... UFC is going to be without fans, too. Oh, man. That's still <laughs> a thing. Yeah. That is still uh, a thing. But sports, I haven't left sports, the house in two months. I can't wait to watch it. Um, and, yeah, I know. I think Conor McGregor said he already wanted to go to Fight Island. So He, he would probably live on Fight Island permanently. Oh, I'm sure he would. He would import his whiskey, too, or scotch, or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. It's proper number one. Whiskey. <laughs> proper number 12. Piss. 12, that's what it is. We Not should one. review that. I heard it's awful. We should review it. <laughs> I heard it's absolutely horrible. Yeah, man. Seth Pink Whitney did that. We'll, we'll review it. I really don't want to. Um, I'll, I no. will bring it. All right. You will? Perfect. Yes. I'll, I'll, if, you if realize that Kenny's making margaritas, right? That's okay. how we have I, that, too. I, I don't know if I can do tequila, man. I, I'll, I'll try, but I don't know oh, if dude, I can you, do it. Trust you me. can make margaritas with whiskey. That is a thing. Okay. They're not Those the same. Whiskey-ritas. <laughs> 
I'll, All right, guys. I'll so, a bit of a coronavirus update. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, all I see on the news is, hey, this and this and that and that. Uh, I, I mean, people are getting sued for stay-at-home orders, and it, it just sucks. I understand. But, you know, maybe a month more, and then we'll have phases to reopen the state of Illinois. That's where we're located right now. Phases, right? We're, yeah, we're technically in phase two, whatever that really means. But Are we? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're worse than phase one. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt that. Anyway, that's so, not Essentially, that, like, what I, how I feel what, what it is is that the phases are being phased, and then those phases will be – we'll have scheduled phases to reopen in phases. So if you guys got all that, there you go. Exception. Right. <laughs> Mind blown. A phase within a phase. Yes. Another phase. Within a scheduled phase of your phase. It's not really even a scheduled phase, and that's what gets to me. I I don't want to get into We're planning on opening at the end of May, but we'll let you know, fam. Like, I don't, (laughs) like I said, I don't want to get too much into this. That's not the point, but like, there's no real dates in Illinois. Like, it's nothing to really give us hope. It's like, this phase will end on May 29th. Kind of. And maybe, right? Let's think about it. Certain businesses will be open. We think. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's, that's it for me. We don't have to go too too far into it, but yeah. That's essentially what's happening. Speaking of Corona, all right, done with that. But speaking of the better kind of Corona, I don't know. I mean, I love this kind of Corona, but apparently Kevin doesn't like it. Oh, you stood up, you woke up. Hello, good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Listen, Kevin is here to tell us about, this is our, you know, here at Inside the Minds, we talk about sports, obviously, but we like to talk about food and beer as well. Um, Beer man, what's up? What's going on? What what do you got for us today? I think this is what we'd like seven in a row I've reviewed a Corona, so we're keeping it strong here. Uh, (laughs) Well, so last two weeks you reviewed Kona. I don't know. (laughs) You definitely drank too many Coronas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we're doing Corona Extra this week, and um, cool. you've never had Corona Extra before. No, I have. I just prefer Corona Light, or Corona Premier. Um, so my mom got a great deal on some Corona Extra from a bar she helps with marketing stuff for. So, <laughs> is that what, you're, is that what Lisa is does? That. Is that what Ms. Barton does? That is not what she does. She just uh-huh. does that because she plays pool at this bar, so she helps them out. <laughs> nice. So she got. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> so she just got. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> she got these beers for a dollar a bottle. So, like, Corona first, it's back somewhere like, what, $8, $9? And so got 19 for $21. Uh, I'm jelly. Yeah, so it was a great deal. That's the only reason. I'm here I to say that I get my 12 packs of Corona for $14. So. Oh, okay. Well, baller over here. Big but, player. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I have Corona Extra. So that's what I've been drinking for the last week or so. Um, trying one without the lime right now because I didn't have a lime present. I'm going to say Corona Extra without a lime tastes like coronavirus. <laughs> that is absolutely mean. That say. is bold. Uh, yeah, I will say this is my least favorite Corona. Um, Corona Extra with a lime is a little bit better. It's tolerable. I'll still drink it. I'll still drink like seven in a row. No problem. Uh, I'm going to have to go with like very poor rating on this. 
it's actually a grade one of my students got uh, 54% or 5.4 out of 10. So, Ooh. Uh, yeah, this is definitely the lowest rate. I don't think I've went below 7.5 with any of the Corona so far. So this is not great. They should sponsor I, us though. I, I actually, I don't, I don't think I've ever had it before. I'll bring it for of, you. Yeah. I, Martin, I think I have Corona extra, it. so we'll try it. Perfect. Nice. I'm not going to bring cool. you one then. <laughs> Kevin also made some food for Cinco de Mayo while he was drunk on uh, his homemade margarita mix. <laughs> uh, it wasn't homemade margarita mix. Definitely got a bottle of 1800 tequila margarita mix. Um, <laughs> that was not good, though. Um, so I made some chori pollo tacos. Uh, so basically, I used a nacho cheese shell um put some taco rice in there or no then i had a layer of bacon on the bottom then had some taco rice in there had some uh grilled chicken then some queso fundido and sour cream i can tell you that was the best taco i've had in my life like nothing i could literally eat taco made by god it would not be that good like easily a 9.7 best creation i've ever made Wow. Yeah. So are you, are you going to bring samples on? Uh... I still have stuff to make it. Uh, so we'll see. See how I'm feeling. I think you should. If Chris shows up, I'll bring them. <laughs> it's not really any, any penalty against me in this. Yeah. Just you, you won't guys. be able to try it. <laughs> yeah, but neither would you. I mean, I've tried it, so I don't care either way. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, that's the fear, food and beer review for this week. Oh, what did you power. rate that taco again? 9.7 out of 10. Only because you made it, probably. No, I swear to God, <laughs> it was a food gasm and a half. Like, yeah, that's fine, but you were also drunk, and I don't trust drunk taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk at that point. I was really questioning even cooking because I'm like, this is not a safe activity right now. Uh, yeah, because I got mean, Uber Eats. If you don't charge me for delivery. <laughs> that ain't my choice. <laughs> That's not Chris's choice. What the hell? Uh, tomato, tomato. Uh, okay, but if I wasn't drunk and it was, I was a normal person and I didn't cook this, I would still probably give it at least an 8.7. But drunk-wise, it's 100% 9.7. All right, fair enough. All right, boys and girls, let's go into our sports uh, – uh, our sports talk for for the episode. Let's start off with the NFL. Uh, schedules got released. I'll actually mention that in a bit. Um, only because they're local, I'll mention the Bears schedule. And then I'll give it a quick win-loss record. But first, let's talk about Andy Dalton with the Cowboys. Um, this is very intriguing because he's a starter anywhere else. Uh, but at the same time, I guess all the starting quarterback positions are filled. How do you feel about guys feel about the signing? So I think it's super interesting because I honestly would take Andy Dalton over Dak. Um, Ooh, okay. Well, That's I mean, cool. I, he's not. I mean, I, 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 for the first time in my life, I actually do agree with the part on that one. Uh, I mean, for the first time in your life, he's a ginger, so he doesn't have a soul. <laughs> no, so I guess kidding. he should be good in clutch moments. He's cold blooded. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I don't. I don't really. 
I, I don't really Bart, like Dak Bart, that much. Hold on, wait, wait. Let's pause yeah. this segment. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, your, 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 your brother, you, you realize that he just sang some Frozen lyrics, right? <laughs> 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 he, <Yeah. So. laughs> I heard, I heard some Elsa. You heard you sing Frozen. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, it's like for the first time in forever. For the first time. I'm like, for the first time in forever. There he is. Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> Clip that. Clip that. <laughs> All right. Uh, our little uh, bloopers for the evening. All right. Any Dalton. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I Because when he was on the Bengals, I honestly never thought he had – a good offensive line. I mean, he he had AJ Green, and that was that was that was about it. I mean, and he he's he was always in a tough division as well too. So he's going against the Steelers and the Ravens every season. That's 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 tough. They're they're yeah, always, and the Browns so tough. Oh yeah, God, the those scary Browns. Um, so I don't know, man. I from what I'm hearing on on the radio, uh, it, it seems like he uh, Dak is definitely getting signed. It's just a matter of when and and how much. But eighty billion dollars. Yeah, he's gonna Jerry Jones is gonna have to have to trade in his yacht. Now he's just gonna give Dak the yacht as a yeah. contract. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's it too. Are you Thank sure you. about about that though? Because the way that I look at it is that this is a giant slap in the face to Dak. Oh, 100%. oh for sure. Yeah, it's a giant, yeah, and I, also yes. doesn't give him any leverage with Jerry Jones whatsoever. Well, because so, uh, he's going to so, get less money out of this. Or yeah. Andy Dalton's really bad and makes Dak look even better, and then he gets more money. I don't also, know. I Andy just, Dalton should have went to New England because they need a starting quarterback. Well, they'll be fine with Jared Stidham. You it's, it's uh, gonna, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it's going to be Hoyer. really interesting because if if Dak decides to hold out and Andy Dalton is taking all of his reps with, I mean now now they have a, a crazy amount of weapons as well too. So, but like, honestly, what if? Andy Dalton, like, say Dak holds out the first four weeks of the season. Andy Dalton starts, they go 0-4, and, and he has one touchdown, seven picks. And they're going to be like, oh, Dak Prescott's a huge reason why we've been winning for the last four years. Boom. Well, yeah. I mean, then, then you just pay him. But, I mean, I, I think Andy Dalton is not – he's not going to go 0-4 with that team. The, the Cowboys are pretty solid all around. I mean, their their offensive line it kind of took a hit with uh, Travis Frederick uh, retiring, but um, they're still they're still really good, and they have Amari Cooper, uh, C. Lamb, and um, why am I blanking so hard? The running back. Why? Is he Elliot? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. That, that, Maybe because he hasn't shown up the past couple of years, but shown up, shown up. <laughs> either way, he's he's definitely one of the top running backs in the league, and he and he will be for for a while. So I don't know, man. I don't think it it'd be that difficult for Andy Dalton to win the job if uh, he's the only one that shows up at training camp. 
I do kind of agree with that, honestly. I really do. <sighs> Who knows what will happen. But speaking of shown up to people's houses, how about Earl Thomas and his wife? Uh, <laughs> listen, of the week. listen, as much as I love my brother, I, <laughs> I, am, I am not even remote, both of my brothers, but I'm not even remotely going into near the same bed as them. Not, not you know, looking at the same extremities of a woman with them. And... <laughs> It's just, it's, I don't know, man. This is some shady business. And <laughs> it's just, so weird. this is so weird. This is the weirdest story I've ever heard in my life. Why, yeah. Why are they all naked in this bed? Uh, to do the dirty part. Did you, <laughs> did you see the video that Earl Thomas released to try to get ahead of uh, the, the media? Please tell me it was the set state. <laughs> <laughs> Because that'd be hysterical. No, it it was. Uh, oh my God, there was there was a quote he said at the end. It's like just some things just happen or something like that. I I I gotta look it up exactly what he said. Uh, it, but he he posted it on Twitter and it was just like, dude, oh, those things just don't just happen. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, look on the bar stool. Uh, uh, bar stool. They. They posted it as well, too. I and, got you. I'll look at it right now. Oh, my God. I mean, come on, man. It was like 40 seconds of him trying to explain himself <laughs> to, to pray for him and uh, to say that, you know, things just happen. <laughs> hey, yo, my wife almost shot me in the head because I was sleeping with some other girl and his, my brother. <laughs> can you so i want to do like a scenario here, right can you all right imagine? you guys wait you guys ready for this hold on let me blame me play this really fast chris and then you can say whatever you had to say i promise i'm sorry for cutting you off <laughs> Again. but uh, yeah <laughs> well you can while this loads you can talk yeah, this, can this, this is what i was doing instead of today. Said that i'm gonna be on uh, tmz tomorrow from an altercation that happened with me and uh, Nina. So I uh, just want to get a head, head, just want to get ahead of it. And uh, buddy can't even talk. I mean, it's really not anybody's business. Um, it pisses me off that it got out, but it, it's the world we live in today. Uh, but instead of talking about us, just keep us in y'all prayers. And well, I- uh, stuff like this happens, bro. You know. Well- I- I'm we sorry. We try to live the best lives we possibly can, but sometimes it don't go as planned. Doesn't go as planned. You know, we're back talking. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm seeing my kids. So uh, just keep us in your prayers. <laughs> Why are you trying to talk to the lady that just tried to shoot you in the head? Uh, <laughs> nah, well, that's I it. mean, it's technically his wife, and yeah, I'm but sure that they had send those divorce papers in the mail. <laughs> Done. Uh, I, dude, that I. I'm, I honestly have no problem with her. Sh- I mean, well, actually, I would. I don't know. I think I would just give up on that relationship if I ever saw that. Just I'm like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right, Chris. What were you gonna say? My God, like when he says, or when, at least when he mentions, "Oh, I'm seeing my kids." Okay, they didn't have anything to do with it, bud. What does that have to do with this? <laughs> well, but. My first thought is, can you imagine if she actually shot him and he died? And so you, like, no, here's, yeah. wait, wait, wait. 
let's just hear this headline, right? Earl Thomas, where where was where did this happen? Was it his house or was it his brother's bed? I don't know. Can, if can it you was imagine a this? Or... It can okay. Let's just say his brother's house, right? Well, because she broke Earl into Thomas, wherever he was. Thomas shot and killed in his brother's house by by wife. Can you imagine that headline? How well, fast that would travel with brother. <laughs> then that's the story that comes out after he's you know gone and everything. So it turns out that she killed him because he was having a threesome with his brother. That included his brother. And it's like that's, oh that's the, okay. That's some Game of Thrones shit right there. <laughs> it really is. So I wonder if she didn't shoot him because she realized she would lose. <laughs> If like she if if he died, she's obviously not getting that money if she killed him. So she's probably like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do this. Well, she's going to jail, so Oh yeah, for sure. She she is looking at twenty five to life. Wow. What the crazy what the crazy I assume so based is on that, that oh okay. Take okay. out like the gun uh what is it called? The clip? Yeah. Uh that was taken out, but there was still a bullet in the chamber and they realized this after I was like, What? Like, y'all are crazy asses, I swear to God. <laughs> Quarantine, man. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about the schedule really fast. The schedule did release today. It was, it was Thursday, May 7th. Um, obviously, there was leaks, and I didn't trust anything until it actually came up. Did you guys see anything at all whatsoever, or do you guys know what the opening game is on that Thursday, the opening Thursday? It's uh, Titans and Chiefs. It is not. It is Texans and Chiefs. Yeah. Oh. Um, which, which is very interesting, and I was—I mean, the Texans got so much worse, while the Chiefs essentially just stayed good, and they drafted their speed running back anyway. So, but that's going to be a fun matchup. It's probably not going to be fifty to seventy, and because Deshaun Watson has no one to throw to at all, he's <laughs> so. But I mean, it's going to be pretty cool uh, to see that. But. Since we're local, let's talk about the Bears' schedule a little bit. Just another um, uh, Bears quarterback bowl. What's up? Just another Bears quarterback bowl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Mitch Trubisky but, wins and gets an extension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, essentially, let's, let me just break this down really fast. We're not going to review it until me, me and Bart can probably review this and uh, before the season starts, but Essentially, hopefully there's fans by then and, you know, everything's cool. Who knows um, if they have to play without fans. I don't even care as long as there's football. But week one, Sunday, September 13th at Detroit, noon kickoff. That's now. I mean, W. I'm sorry. That's W, right? Everybody? Yeah, I think so. Should be. All right. Uh, next week, Sunday, September 20th, Giants, noon kickoff, CBS. Saquon, 600 one. yards. I think it's one. yeah. I think it's be tough. They, uh, they, def- they definitely got better. It really but. depends how Daniel Jones is starting out the season. Yeah, but I'm gonna say Dub as well. Um, Sunday, September 27th. After that, at Atlanta. Uh, that's gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be a tough one. But I say I'm gonna I'm gonna say a Dub as well. I'm gonna say a Dub. Uh, ooh, the Bears are right. starting three now. At, well. Hold I don't on. think so. I think they lose that Falcons game. You think they lose the Falcons? That's yeah. it's very tough, but who knows? Um, <laughs> then Philip Rivers rolls in the town. 
Colts, Indianapolis Colts, Sunday, October 4th, noon kickoff. That's so That's weird to say. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. So I'm thinking either they lose the Atlanta or that Colts game because the Colts, they're going to lose both. Better. They're going to be two and two. I don't think so. I mean, I think they're going to start going to start that three and one. It's just a matter of, I don't know. It really, it really depends. Now this is very good stuff. Next week after that Fox, uh, seven twenty. What the hell is that? Is that a Thursday game? That's a, that's a Thursday night. Oh no. Night. Hey, wow. What day is it? The Tampa Bay game? Thursday, yeah. So on, Thursday, on October, October 8th. 8th. Thursday yeah. night. I'm going to that game 100%. Bart, we're both yeah, going. I've never seen Tom Brady play in person, so I feel like I'm going to end up going. I have. Yeah, well, absolutely. you're not invited, so. Chris, I mean, you're calling off of work, and, and then, yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, honestly, if you guys are going to be going, like, I can drive you guys and have parking and everything, and, like, oh. I, I can. Oh. You made sure our tickets are real? <laughs> I mean, don't Shut be up. real, but yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. TV, also, just as a TV disclaimer, field. oh yeah, just as a disclaimer too. Um, if this is your first episode, I do work part time for the Chicago Bears, um, so when we do get into the Bears discussions, I might not be heard a lot, just because. Well, I don't want to talk about my employer in any way that I don't want to. Um, they're a great organization to work for, and so I'd hate to ruin that relationship with some stupid comment. Absolutely. Um, but with any information that I do have um, that I can share, I'll be happy to share it. So Thursday night after the Colts, Philip Rivers, then Tom Brady rolls into town on a Thursday night. TB is going to get that big fat L served up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get that big fat L served up. Bart, how do you, what do you think? Is that no? That is an L. That, that is, is now you don't. That's don't, a giant. That's gonna be the biggest sell of your season, bro. Okay. Have Listen, you seen Kevin. what their offense looks like? And they drafted. Yeah, uh, but I've seen also what their line. defense looks like, and it's their special. defense got better in the second half last year. It is not that bad. This is all dependent on who our starting quarterback is, too. Like this is a very big disclaimer. Um, uh, I don't think it really matters. I think it matters. I think it absolutely matters. What are you talking about? I don't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nick Foles has only been good on the Eagles. Um, I mean, he's also won them a Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. But, but he's only I, good on the Eagles. I really think he's played for. He's been terrible. He's been – yes. But and, at the same time, can you really – hold on. Wait, before we go on with this. Can, we, can we really judge the Jags season? Can we really judge the Jags season? He got beat out by Minshew. Well, he didn't get beat out. He got injured. Minshew took his job. Then he came back. He came back a little and, bit. Didn't and, win it back. No, no, it's not that he didn't win it back. It's that whatever. Who's the Jags coach? That moron, isn't it? Morin, right. Maroney, uh, Doug Marone or whatever. Doug Marone. Right. Doug he Marone. wasn't patient with him. So, I mean, he's not patient with anything. He's not patient with his whole team. Well, and there's a reason a why guys are shipping out. So, I mean, I don't know. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. We can't yeah, really right. judge that Jags season because he was injured for most of it. So can't can't really say much. But yeah. Back yeah, to the schedule. <laughs> Back to the schedule. This, like I said, this is very good stuff. So at Carolina, after the Buccaneers, um, their defense is full of rookies, but I think they're going to get it done. They, they lost. They they lost Luke Heaply too. So they did. That defense is just decimated. Unless C Mac has a phenomenal week. I mean, yeah. There's nothing Carolina's going to do. I think it's a dub. Uh, this next one's oh, going to be a little Teddy bit tough. Bridgewater. 
They do. They do. That's going to be good offense. And P.J. T- Walker, right? Yeah. Uh, as backup. So that's going to be fun MVP. offense to watch. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a fun offense. What if watch. PJ Walker beats out Teddy Bridgewater? I hope, dude, that'd be so, I, that'd be I, awesome. I, I would definitely get his jersey without a doubt. hundred <laughs> percent. You'll get a tattoo of his face on you. I will <laughs> on my face. Um, so after Carolina, this is a weird road trip. They play Monday night at Los Angeles at the Rams new stadium. Uh, this is a Monday night game. Um, I'm going to chuck that up as an L. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think the Rams, did, they didn't really get better. They got worse. Jared, they didn't Jared really get worse Goff. either. It, it, it all worse. depends how Jared Goff plays too. So Jared Goff hasn't, hasn't been that good. Um, but I, I don't think that that game is going to be as exciting as the one in uh, 2018, uh, which Sunday night I was there. Uh, where the Bears won thirteen to seven. Were you really? Well, you know he only works there, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. After, after the Rams, you know what's interesting is that the only projected ten-win team on this whole schedule, and I'll do the whole schedule, is this next team, which is the Saints. And I think, and then the Saints actually come into Soldier Field. This is one of those three twenty-five kickoffs. It's going to be like America's Game of the Week type thing. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, it's been entertaining the past couple of years to see the Bears versus Saints, except for last year because that game was just atrocious. That was when the Bears ran for seven yards. Um, a plus effort. I could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Maggie, Matt Nagy's not an idiot. He knows he has to run the ball. Okay. He knows he has uh, to run the ball. Then why didn't he do it? He's yeah. not an idiot. All season. He's not an idiot, though. He had 16 games to figure it out. Right. But he's not an idiot. He knows <laughs> he has to run the ball more. He did say that, like, 50,000 times all season. That's why I'm repeating it. So yeah, um, right. I'm going to chalk that up as an L as well. I'm going to chalk yeah. that up as an L. There's just, I don't know. I mean, Drew Brees and that offense. I mean, if as long as Drew Brees stays healthy, if he does not play, we'll see. But, I mean, it's a November game. That's when Chicago gets a little bit cold. So that'll be fun. But I'm going to chalk that up as an L. I don't know. What about you, Bart? Yeah, it's going to be an L. Unless Jameis Winston's in, then uh, the defense scores four touchdowns. <laughs> uh, right, exactly. Um, he's going to have more completions than to his Saints receivers. All right, the next week, November 8th, at Tennessee in Nashville. Titans, that's a W. Uh, uh, whoa, what? <laughs> Dude, that, okay, uh, please explain. Please explain. Derrick Henry's going to run for 7,822 yards in that did one game. Did you see what Not they did against the playoffs? Not against the King Hicks. And that is a, okay. That they crushed the Patriots know. in the freaking wild card. The Patriots okay. don't lose in the playoffs. <laughs> no, dude, well, that's going to be a tough matchup. God, that was a tough. No, this is a dub. This is a their dub. Def- their defense is really solid. Their their run game is, is I mean, Derrick Henry is a monster. Who's their quarterback now? Uh, Ryan it's, Tannehill. It's, oh, yeah. it's Ryan Tannehill, but he he played well enough to keep that team afloat. Like, yeah. I mean, I think the big factor here is Derrick Henry. He's yeah. the dude. It all depends strong. on how our defense like stops him, because it really does. I mean, I'm, literally, I'm the league is afraid to tackle that man. He sits three. Akeem Hicks ain't afraid pounds. of anybody. Khalil Mack is not afraid of anybody. Roquan Smith terrified of Derrick okay. Henry. Robert Quinn does. He's not good against the run game. You you just keep going against Robert Quinn. You're you're getting passed. 
Yep. All right, I'm going to leave that up as debatable, but I'm going to chalk it up as a, as a W. It's going to be an L. I, I, it's going to be really tough, but I think uh, it was close. Uh, Three-score game. The next one, the next game, uh, at home against the Vikings Monday night. Primetime, Kirk Cousins is going to show up. That's a dub for the Bears. I agree. Kirk Cousins uh, sucks. Yeah, Kirk Cousins sucks. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is the truth. Okay. Um, you like that? Yeah. Anyway, next I week we lose that too. <laughs> uh, next week is a bye. Um, the next week after that, ooh, this is a fun one. Sunday after Thanksgiving at Green Bay Sunday night. Ooh, this is going to be, be a good game. the most important game of your season. Absolutely, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in New England. Um, Jordan Love is going to be starting if he's quarterback. New England, I'm going to shave your beard off. Oh no, you're not. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. That is when I get no, 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 no it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll become an Aaron Rodgers fan. I will. I will not be a Patriots fan anymore if he's there. I will abandon ship. But this is going to be a very a interesting game. This is going to be a very interesting game. Oh, that should be a Titans fan. Uh, I'm gonna. Here's the thing. Um. After the bye, after Thanksgiving, the Bears usually suck after the bye. That's that's going to be an L. Uh, I see that as an L. I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting game. It de- you know, depends how the backer season goes until then. But I see them losing. Yeah, if if the Bears are healthy, I think they have a chance because they really didn't help Aaron Rodgers at all. Um, obviously, they've they've had our number for like the past – 15 years. <laughs> but absolutely. You know, I mean if if, if Aaron Rodgers is he's probably going to like throw some sort of fit. Um but so so I I I'm going to give the Bears a chance cuz there's going to be some some anger going up and uh some some flames in in Green Bay. So I'll I'll give him a chance there but I don't know. It, it's all about the quarterback play for the Bears and how Nagy runs the ball. Yeah, yeah. The Packers still have a good defense, so because he's not he's not an idiot. So he's not an idiot. He knows how to, he knows he has to run the ball more. Um, next, after Green Bay, we have two home games. First one is going to be against the Lions at noon, December sixth. Um, that's going to be a W. Lions that's are an indoor team. Then there might be snow in December in Soldier Field. That's gonna be that's gonna be a dub. It's gonna be really weird with the Lions though, because they're actually probably gonna have a run game this year with Carryon Johnson and uh, DeAndre Swift from Georgia. Yeah, yeah, we'll it's see. Be weird. The Lions, it, the Lions are strange. They never they, like if they ever get a good running back, he like he gets injured for a game and then gets demoted. So I don't know. It's really weird. But anyway. Kerryon Johnson did really well last year, but Matt Patricia is not a good head coach, so it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Well, that's a W. Um, after that, oh, boy. Uh, John Watson comes into town, Texans, uh, December 13th. Again, this is a warm weather team um, going into Soldier Field December 13th. It's going to be cold. I, I mean, I think it's going to – the Bears are going to – that's an L. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I – I think the Bears' defense has a chance uh, against their offense. Um, again, it's just a matter of can our offense do be be productive on the field, and whoever's at quarterback can they can they get it down the field? So 
Yeah, I'm going to, I don't know. I, I do have, I, uh, I really like Deshaun Watson, so I, I might, I might go with him for, for this game. Bar, you want to go to that game if we, if we can? I would love to. Yes, I definitely do want to see. I definitely want to see Deshaun Watson. Um, next game at Minnesota. Um, that's a noon L. kickoff. L. Uh, that's a W. L. I don't know about. Oh, I don't know. It's don't at know noon, so yeah. it's not a prime time game. Kirk Cousins might be. He'll be good because as long as he's not prime time, he's good. He might be average. So. <laughs> If that's, well, that's what, what you that need means. to beat the Bears QBs, then sure. Um, after that, these are the two away games. So at Minnesota, then you got a noon kickoff, December twenty seventh after Christmas, uh, at Jacksonville and uh, Jaguars. Nick Foles revenge game. That's a dub. <laughs> uh, that's a dub too, absolutely. And then we close it off San- Sunday, January third. Against the backers at Soldier Field, that's a dub too. We're gonna we're gonna win just to ruin our draft position. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, so my final win loss, I think I don't know how I scored that, but I'm gonna go ten and six. Eight and eight. I I understand what you're coming from because there's not a lot of great teams this year. Um, besides the Saints, and I would put the Titans up there. I honestly think that the Titans are are pretty damn good. With this is going to be a hot take from uh, from me. The Titans are going to be a lot shittier than you guys think they are. I mean, it's it, it's going to be tough for uh, Derrick Henry to replicate what he did last year, but I don't know, man. I think that they're a really solid team, and I I, I like Mike Mike Vrabel too. I think he's a really solid head coach as well. I think he's uh, he's coached them really well. So I don't know, man. The Titans are twelve and four this year. Nope. Sorry, I didn't look at their schedule, so I don't know. But twelve. Uh, that's well, some other factors you guys gotta uh, take into consideration. Uh, expanded playoff seating this year, as well. That's oh, yeah, true. Um, here's the thing. I will say this: if the Bears go eight and eight, or worse, maybe even nine and seven, and don't make the playoffs, Pace and Nagy are fired. Yeah, their new coach put me in. I I, I just I I, I feel bad for for Ryan Pace because I mean his main mistake that's like destroying his reputation is legit Mitch Trubisky. Because the defense has been extremely good. Um, he's built su- such a great defense. And, I mean, but Matt Nagy, I'm, I'm honestly doubting if he was a good – if he was even a good hire at this point. So. We'll see. Um, honestly, at that point, I also think Ted Phillips is gone as well. Um, and the Bears go ahead and hire John McDonough. As team president. Well, <laughs> <laughs> He's worked for every Chicago team besides the Bears. Let's give the, him a shot, dude. The, the Bears Ed don't been there way too long. They they don't they don't have a, a marketing issue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, all right, boys. So that was our NFL talk for the day. Now let's get into our talk with Miss Elizabeth Island and talk some pro volleyball.
Today, we are joined by a professional volleyball player whose accomplishments include being a two-time NCAA national semifinalist, making the Midwest Regional All-Tournament team twice, being the 2018 Great Lakes Valley Conference Player of the Year. Oh, wow, this is a lot of accomplishments. Okay, a two-time GLVC Conference champ, a three-time American Volleyball Coaches Association All-American player. She made the GLVC first team three times, as well as being your school's all-time co-leader. Let's welcome Miss Elizabeth Highland to the show. What's up? Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's going on, Elizabeth? How was uh, well, quarantine? I'm throwing away my resume, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, quarantine's good. I'm losing my mind. Um, I'm back home in Illinois. I should still be in Europe traveling the world and playing volleyball so but it's good being home where <laughs> were you before mind. this i was in luxembourg oh that's dope next that to country? germany yes it is a country <laughs> that that is a country, <laughs> <laughs> <Old> country. <laughs> Sounds one of the up. smallest countries in the world i know i before i signed i had to look it up on a map and it is in fact <laughs> wait a country. Do, people, do people speak german there or like luxembourgian oh. or yes <laughs> luxembourgish that's it that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a language all right guys, nice. yes yeah that is really i don't sweet. i only know one sentence and it's Say it. four, let's hear four, it okay <laughs> bea, bea, and that means four beers fast and that's really all that's you all need that's to important. know that's <laughs> whatever that's all, all you need, you need to, know. to know i am prepared for luxembourg now. <laughs> that's all you need to know uh nice uh how is traveling back over to the states because you did that during quarantine yes that was interesting hand sanitizer was my best friend people like if you coughed everyone looked at you like you were deaf in the you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah um but it wasn't as bad as i thought it was oddly just barren like airports are usually super crowded and it was so not like that at all so yeah it was it was weird and an experience i hope i never never have to go through again were you able to lay out on the plane no not at all <laughs> unfortunately I was actually, I actually sat next to a girl who was playing um, professionally in Austria. So, oh. yeah, and I didn't know her, so I became... Kevin, friends. not Australia, Austria. That's a country. <laughs> <laughs> I know the difference. Austria's responsible for some world wars. They're not cool. Uh, uh, all right, well, first question I have for you regarding your life. All right, so we didn't intro where you went to college. Just kind of tell us where you're recruited to go to college and where you ended up going. Um, <laughs> list I all the schools. <laughs> now is your time to be I, like. I did boys. list it off. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, think she's a sheep. <laughs> Georgia State. This is only like some of them. Georgia State, oh. University of Buffalo, United States Air Force Academy, Loyola University, Ole Miss. University of Louisville, LSU, Notre Dame, Miami University, Boston College, UConn, Duke University, and Harvard. Subtle flex. Oh, no wow. Now, where did you go, though? <laughs> Lewis yeah. University. In you Florida. went to Lewis? <laughs> Hold on. I'm not going to, like, bash Lewis, but why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold I, on. I, wait, wait. Before, where'd you go to high school? Where'd you go to high school? Plainfield Central. Okay. So were, you, you didn't want to go far from mom and dad, did you? <laughs> uh, I didn't expect to be this close. <laughs> this close. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to go super far. But I didn't expect it to be like 
20 minutes down my <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's but Lewis wild. is a really good program and I wanted to go someplace where I could play all four years and at the time I didn't think I was good enough to play at like a division one bigger school now I <laughs> I see that I was but <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Why I let's all the offers from B one schools? They're crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh no, I loved Lewis. I would choose Lewis all over again. Hey, yeah, what what I, were some of the schools in the conference though that you guys played? Um, Maryville, Rockhurst in Missouri, um, Quincy, McKendry, um, University of Illinois Springfield, Parkside. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. There's so did you only pick uh, pick Lewis because it was close, or do they just have a really good program there as well? They have a really good program, and the coach is awesome there. Um, I just, like, hit it off with her, and then the team was huge. All my friends that went Division One ended up transferring within a year or two because – like the recruiting process, everyone puts up a front of what it looks like and this is how it is. And it, they make it look like a dream <laughs> and then they get there and it's like the hard reality sets in and the team is really clicky and the people aren't nice. The coach is like favorites. And so it's kind of gets crazy. And the head coach at Lewis, Laura Lee was just a very straight up honest person. Um, so yeah, that's why I chose Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, that's so cool. <laughs> Kevin, I think my, wait. my, my rejection list is, is longer than my acceptance list. So <laughs> I give you major props. <laughs> the recruiting process is so stressful though. And in reality, it's only four years of your life. So it's not that big of a choice to make, but you want to go someplace where you are happy. So, so how many, how many tryouts did you have? Um, I didn't really have to try out because she was able to see me um, play because I had uh, I was on a travel team, so I was able to play in a lot of tournaments. So she was able to come. And Even see for that. the other schools too, like they just yes. they're like, "Well, we'll just take you. We don't need to see you. Just, just, just come." Well, they're at a lot of tournaments, um, especially if you're on a good travel team. They will just stay by your court the whole day and watch you play and take notes, and then you'll have to do like voice calls and you can ask them questions and all that um and then you usually go see the campus and meet the team and the coach and then they may offer you there so yeah it's nice that you don't have to sometimes some uh coaches and teams make you try out but it's not that that common yeah yeah well, I, that's what i was going to ask you about um because somebody who peaked athletically in junior high and never had the chance to get recruited. So especially with like the bigger schools, the bigger division one schools, and he talked about, especially the SEC schools that have a ton of money for every sport. What's that recruiting process like? And how's that different from say like division division two recruiting like do they fly you down to to oxford or do you have to drive yourself or you know are you treated like you're the most important person in town like what's that like yeah you you really are um and they treat you 
exactly that. Like they want you and you're the best when in reality they have, you're just a name on a list, on a list because if you don't want to go to their school, it's like next, next person up. But when you're there, you feel like you are the only person and they really want you and you have all the control. Um, but I think all schools are kind of the same way, division two or one, but division one just obviously has the funding to, to fly you out and make you feel that much special. So, yeah. Yep. So how was LSU? <laughs> it was, I, I, that was one campus I didn't actually go visit cause I just knew right oh, away okay. that it wasn't, but I talked with the coach a lot. Um, and that was something my parents made me do they were like you cannot say no to a school until you are ready to officially like cut down your list um, and when I was ready to cut it down in like a certain radius that was one of the first schools that I called um, right. and they really wanted me but I was like it's just really far and I could never see myself going there but your program's great and you're awesome to talk to and I wish your team the best but I don't think it's a good fit for me. I would have screamed like a little girl. <laughs> Did you not want LSU because their color has purple in it? That might be part of it. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth hates uh, the color purple. Do you not like the color purple, or because she hates it with passion? Yeah. I just answer that question. <laughs> the color matters. The color jersey you wear matters. Lewis, uh, Lewis is red, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's red. The red's best an color. Awesome color. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It went to NIU, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did play NIU in a preseason tournament once. Did you beat us? Because we're yeah. terrible. Yeah, we definitely beat you guys. <laughs> you single handed they probably beat you guys. I would believe it. Uh, how was your so how was your uh experience from like okay so obviously we know your college accomplishments when did you start getting recruited by like the pro leagues like europe and stuff like that that is super super challenging you have to get an agent which like how do you find an agent you have to have a connection that gets you an agent but luckily my college coach um did have a connection so she got me an agent and then you have to put all your film together. So you have to go through four years of every single game you played and find oh, wow. the best. Yeah. And find the best of everything, hitting, passing, blocking defense and compile it into a video. That's they say like eight minutes long, which is a really short video for, for how much film you actually have. Um, and then you post it on your like profile and then pro teams will come and look at it. And then if they want you, they'll tell the agent that you're interested. And then if you are interested in them, then you kind of go from there and they'll write up a contract. And then, um, yeah, you can create it kind of how, however you want. So my sister was getting married in October. And I was like, I need to be back for this wedding. And if that's an issue, then I can't go through with it. So they actually wrote that into my contract. So I was able to fly back home in October for my sister's wedding, which was really, I was shocked. I was like, really? What a power yeah. move. <laughs> I wasn't going to sign unless I could go to my sister's wedding. So yeah, so, no, but the, we, the process oh, is sorry. super complicated. No, sorry. It's okay. It's super complicated. And until you actually go through it, you really don't know what to expect. Like I had to figure out how to get a phone plan down there and like a bank account to get paid. It's just things that you don't think of 
come up so quickly that you need an agent for that. <laughs> that is that is awesome. So we know how many schools were interested in you. How many teams were interested in you? Um, I kind of took the first opportunity that oh. came up because <laughs> I just wanted to play volleyball <laughs> as quick as I could. So I graduated in May last year and then the beginning of May and then the end of May I signed the contract. Um, oh, wow. So yeah. And then I was gone August 15th and that was, <laughs> that was should the have first held time. out. I know. Should have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was the first time I left the country was the day leaving for <laughs> moving to this foreign country all on my own without anyone or knowing a single soul. So Although you didn't even visit or anything like nothing, no, no trips. No. Yeah. <laughs> you just pack up and hope for the best. <laughs> That's sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. Did your parents so, fly over there with you? Nope. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was completely <laughs> on my own. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> yeah, so, so it was intimidating. When you, when you get over to Luxembourg, is it is it a really big culture shock over there? Is it any different from what it's like in America. And the reason I say that is because I've had the opportunity to go to Mexico city. And as soon as you step on the ground, it is a massive culture shock. Oh, yeah. But if you go into Canada, it's like, well, this is kind of like U S <laughs> part two. So like, yeah. what, what was that like when you, when you first got over there? It was a massive culture shock for sure. One, everyone's speaking a different language. <laughs> so that was really difficult. And signs, everything just in a different language. I didn't know what anything meant. But um, everyone is so nice over in Europe. Americans tend, I've, I mean, I've always heard Americans are just kind of <laughs> a different kind of people. Yeah. Um, but ever since going to Europe, I really was able to see it. Everyone was just, for example, when this whole coronavirus thing was going down, my mom was like, like, are the grocery stores wiped wiped out? Like, are you able to get some stuff? And they looked like it was any other day because everyone was taking just what they needed, not uh, not like every man for not the, on the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you could go get toilet paper. It was still there, hand sanitizer. Um, but no, it was a major culture shock. But it was one that once I got used to that lifestyle, it's laid back and it it was really, really neat to experience and just be totally um immersed in a new culture yeah but it was different <laughs> uh do you have any cool stories from while you're over there any fun stories not coronavirus stories <laughs> fun stories hmm well the christmas markets in europe are apparently like super big and i like i didn't know that but um <laughs> this luxembourg city had had one. So me and my roommates went and it was beautiful. First of all, I'm pretty sure the whole country of Luxembourg <laughs> went on the same day we did because it was so packed. We could not move, but it was amazing. They, they got like this huge ice rink and people were ice skating. I didn't ice skate because I'm the world's worst ice skater ever. Um, so was Kevin. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was really cool. And then Carnival is also a big thing in Europe where it's like, it's like 
Europe's Halloween. Everyone gets dressed up for no reason, and it's just like this big parade. Everyone gets drunk, um, and so that was really cool. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really cool to experience that. Um, And Europe has uh, an open, what's the open container when you can just carry alcohol? Oh, open tent. Guys, we are going to Luxembourg. We're moving. So (laughs) that was great. (laughs) What's the competition like over there? Uh, Did you play any, uh, like, players that you know of, or is there a lot of U.S. players that go there and stuff like that? Um, There was – there's actually one U.S. player over there, but she's engaged to someone in Luxembourg, so she's staying and living there for the rest of her life probably. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But the competition – it definitely wasn't the competition I was used to playing in college, um, but it was still competitive. Um, so it was yeah, lower? Not the highest. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it you was... were a beast over there, <laughs> dominating people. <laughs> but I, I heard that that's common, unless you're at the top, top level of pro league in Europe, which I was at. I was like the one under. Um, you're not going to get the same level that you're used to playing and the team the athletes that play at this top top level are um like division one big 10 players and since i came from lewis should have went to nebraska (laughs) (laughs) yeah well absolutely not (laughs) yeah we don't like nebraska here nebraska's horrible (laughs) yeah i don't like nebraska either so what, what was the team like over there uh, how, yeah, how, how does that work? Because you guys are all probably like speaking like different languages too, prior, right? It's not just uh, <laughs> not just you yeah, uh, no. speaking a different language. Mm-mm. So my one roommate was from Canada, so hey. I got along. <laughs> I got along with her really well because she spoke English. Um, but everyone apologized else, a lot. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> sorry i'm sorry <laughs> she didn't have that out of a canadian accent but there was there was some um but everyone else spoke either german or french they could speak english but they would have their side conversations in french or german or luxembourgish those that knew it and so my canadian roommate and i got along really well really quick because we had no clue what they were what they were saying um, they would only talk to us if it in English if it was something that had to be had to be said about like a drill or defending volleyball a certain related. player. Yeah, like volleyball related. So that was probably just talking shit the entire time. <laughs> probably they could have been, and I wouldn't have known at all. Damn Americans! <laughs> they probably did that so often, and I I had no clue that it was. Yeah, they were probably all like, "Oh, she knows sprechen Sie Deutsch." <laughs> <laughs> I did try teaching myself German before I got there. How'd that go? Didn't really, not. <laughs> it didn't. They didn't all. help, though. They, they didn't help. They, they, no one was really interested in like teaching you guys. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Americans aren't the only assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's the rest of the world hates us. So. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Warranted. <laughs> so we talked about you playing pro volleyball in Luxembourg. We've heard that there's a new pro bo- pro volleyball league starting in the U.S. It's about yeah. time that there is. So what's 2021? 
There we go. Bart's excited. <laughs> well, that, so, that is that is the year. So something to be able to watch. It's 2020 right now, Bart. <laughs> All right. uh, Bart's like. <laughs> uh, anyway, this pro volleyball league that's starting in the U.S. Like, what are the details behind that? Like, what what part of it do you know? Well, I actually didn't really even know it was going to be a thing, and then my coach told me that I should uh, my head coach from college was like you should train for this it's a good opportunity um, so then I looked into it because I was like okay and from the website it looks kind of sketchy to me not, not sketchy in like a way where it's not reliable but in a way that I'm not confident that this will take off and become something big and I <laughs> So the way it's set up, you're going to have 48 athletes, which a volleyball team is 10 is like low for a volleyball team. It's like 10 to 15. So that would be about four teams, four or five teams. So, I mean, that is interesting if you're going to start a league of four to five teams. But then it gets even more interesting because they want to award individuals points so like based on your stats and your wins you get a point as an individual and so after every week or I don't know how they'll do it the top four scoring athletes will create their own team next time from the 48 athletes so it's like the teams are always changing yeah the teams are always changing so right when you have cohesion it's going to be broken apart again and positions are going to be like certain positions are going to obviously have more of an advantage because like an outside is usually a six rotation player. So they have more opportunities to score than a middle who only has three rotations to earn points and score and outsides get set far more than middles do. So that whole thing is super interesting that they're taking like a team sport and making it individual base. I don't know. That's it's weird to me how this is all going to work, but the purpose of it, I'm pretty sure is to make it more fun to follow for other people. But I don't know if this is the way to do it. To be honest, That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So like if you grew up your entire life playing as a libero, you're pretty much screwed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Liberos will never be able to choose their team ever. Really? Wow. Yeah. That'll be fun to see. I mean, especially for like the league's top players. I mean, yeah. it's essentially what the NBA is doing right now, and you can actually create your own super team in a way. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, like, the entertainment aspect behind that when it's all said and done, when just one team is dominating. So yeah, which is that. which is really funny because uh, one of the investors in this league is Kevin, Kevin Durant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my god! That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, this is 100 Kevin Durant's idea. He's like, yeah, I just want to see people doing the best team. Yeah, and let's go. I think it's absolutely fascinating, in my opinion, because yes, you're gonna have six. You're you're pretty much each week. You're you might be on a different team, which mm-hmm. is wild. Yeah, um, really wild. So I, I I apologize, but I don't really know how like all like the scoring stuff works. I did read that they're trying to like reward points for like defense and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. Which uh, so 
so you would know like a lot more about like that kind of stuff but i think it's a really cool idea because it is like focus it is obviously focusing on players that are more so on the top right because mm-hmm. oh yeah they're trying to they're, they're kind of trying to follow the the basketball method where pretty much you're not really like a heat fan you're a, you're or, or a laker fan you're more like oh i'm a fan of Fuck lebron you, james kevin oh uh, kevin you know would I'm love right. this league you kevin know would I'm love right. this league so so basically you're not wrong. Kevin you're not, this you're is not a kevin Bulls fan you're a michael jordan fan right Oh wait, he stays with the same team his entire. Uh, he played right. for the Wizards and the White Sox, sir. Fuck off. White Sox. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely going to get people more interested in individuals than um, an actual team. Which, I mean, collegiate volleyball, like Big Ten postseason, is awesome especially if you're in the volleyball world just following certain players because they come from all over the world so like it's like a hometown hero watching um like molly Haggerty play in the final four the national championship like you're rooting for them so i think that that is a cool aspect of this being able to see people that you saw in college actually play because in europe those aren't really televised for people to watch so i think this gives them an opportunity to see people that they're used to following more of a chance to actually see them play beyond college. But I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think it could really cause some, some drama if uh, like, let's say like someone isn't picked until later or something like yeah. that. And it's definitely going to stir some some controversy, but in the end, what's going to make or break it is is how they televise it and advertise it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because, like, honestly, I don't even know where to watch any kind of volleyball <laughs> other than in person. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, the Olympics, um, right? But it, but but if I want to watch curling, I know I can go on ESPN. It'll be on there at some point. Volleyball's on know? ESPN. Yeah, it is, Bart. I don't have ESPN <laughs> either. So, but it's really only like postseason of Big Ten. It's not yeah. any anything special beyond that. So, I think they should put all forty-eight players in one house, do like Big Brother style. So, when yes. somebody doesn't get paid, <gasps> they're pissed the fuck off. And they're just like upper decking somebody's oh toilet. Uh, another season of The Bachelor. Turn it into TV uh, Yes, series. a reality yes. TV. Yes. Yeah. Now, that Chris Harrison as the host? Oh, Put Chris oh. Harrison as the host? I would follow oh my God. You, guys. you guys would like give each other roses? That'd be dope. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't need another reality TV show to watch. I watched too many already. But I definitely would watch that for sure. That's a great idea. <laughs> Yo, so I I have a question because about like the U.S. part of this, like the U.S. pro like volleyball team, right? So obviously they're gonna probably be looking at this league. How did they take players? Uh, like I don't know. From how do they learn about players and put them on the U.S. Olympic team, or you know what I mean? Like yeah. now, <laughs> um, there's these high performance teams where you. Um, can try out for or you can be asked to play for Um, and then it's kind of like you're matched up with the best U.S. players in the country. I I was invited when I was like younger but 
no big deal. I just never, <laughs> it was like when I was 60. Um, but I never really, it was nothing that I wanted to do. I played volleyball because I loved it. And then I got pretty good at it. And then I realized everything that I could do with it. Um, uh, but, just, just pretty good. I mean, it's <laughs> very average, you know, <laughs> and I grew up with two sisters who were really good athletes as well. And they burnt out of their sports super, super quick. And I, I did not want to be like that. Um, and so even now, like Luxembourg was not the best that I could have played at, but I, I loved every second of it because any, any second more, that I could be playing volleyball is a second I was going to enjoy um, because especially after college, not a lot of people get to continue playing. Um, so I'm just super grateful for any second that I can touch a volleyball. Again. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you want to keep playing long-term? Uh, well, with all of this going on, a lot of uh, sponsors are pulling out. So it makes the money that they're willing to give athletes very very slim um so i'm actually gonna go to grad school and be a grad assistant for the women's women's volleyball program at lewis so i'll be back at lewis (laughs) my favorite place on earth my favorite place (laughs) my second home uh out of all the volleyball players you've met who's the your favorite or who's the coolest one you met Ooh. well i met carrie walsh Oh, no way. And I, like, didn't even know what to do. I didn't – okay. Well, technically, (laughs) I didn't meet her, but I saw her. I was playing in a sand tournament in California, and she was playing on, like, of course, the big court next to me. And so she came out of this tent, like, super conspicuously, and I went to my my partner at the time. I was like, that is Carrie Walsh. And she's like, no way, that's not her. She's, like, all alone. No one's – surrounded by her and I'm like no that's Carrie Walsh and then you hear her name announced on the speaker and she just like walks in the stadium I'm like oh my gosh that's Carrie Walsh I wish I could meet her and just be best friends with her because she is just I love her so much didn't she have like a couple kids yeah and she was pregnant when she won the Olympics oh that's cool she's great wow I mean, Christ. one of her partners is cooler, and then another one of her no. partners. But no. <laughs> Which one? Uh, I met yeah, April Ross, like... and then I named uh, my dog after Misty May. So well, okay, I'm biased yeah. with that one. <laughs> Carrie's the best. Uh, Carrie's still playing. She's like in her 40s. Yeah, she's still an playing. animal. Uh, yeah. So out of people that you have met, actually met, who's your favorite Ooh. that you met? Hmm. I gotta say Ashley Shook. She's a setter for Texas. Um, she actually was my setter for high school and I met her when she was like just young and naive. (laughs) So I met her, she wouldn't talk at all. And I, I just got to see her kind of like blossom to this powerhouse now that's at Texas. Um, and she's so, so humble. Like, she's this great player, and she she is the most humble person ever and the hardest worker. Um, and I'll still talk to her today and see her whenever she's home. Um, but, yeah, Ashley Show, Texas all the way. Is there any more fun <laughs> facts that you'd like to tell us? Fun facts? Ugh. 
Um, I went to Hawaii once for a preseason tournament. Nice. Like, Lewis, you guys are bashing Lewis, but, like, that's cool. <laughs> well, absolutely. What the hell? And that was the first time I went to Hawaii, too. Um, so that was cool. I went to the Final Four twice, which was amazing. Um, like, when it was at Sioux Falls, that was my soft, sophomore year, you get out of the bus, and there's a red carpet. So that was really cool. You literally walked out of the bus in a red carpet. Um, so that's what I mean, too. Like, Division Two, there's this big pressure to go Division One and all this, but Division Two is just as cool. And in the volleyball world, at least, the difference between Division One and Division Two is just the height. Um, because Division One, you have some some big girls. Like, you have to at least be... <laughs> Six two <laughs> to be on their team. How tall are you? I'm five eleven and a half. But on a roster, I'm probably six foot. Six foot. Six you two. always got to round up. <laughs> yeah. Round up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would say I'm six six if I was on a pro team. <laughs> Add an inch and a half. Like, let's it's go. so funny because <laughs> it's so true. On a roster, you're always like two inches taller than what nice. you actually are. <laughs> so yeah, Division two and Division one. It's it's similar, especially if you're at a decent Division two school. Because there are a lot of Division one schools that aren't that great. And I, yeah. so, <laughs> so, so when you're playing, what is the atmosphere like when you're, when you're like in the zone and you're like, there's like people cheering for you and stuff like that? What, what is that like? Because I have never had – fans at any of my games so, <laughs> in high school like, no one cared. oh like even There's, your parents <laughs> i mean come on my my dad came to one game that was senior night second half and <laughs> i i i hurt my ankle so five sad. minutes five minutes into uh oh yeah no what, polish parents don't care <laughs> what about your 19 siblings bar did they not come share you on uh they they weren't old enough at the time so Dang. None Sad of them had cars. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. No, uh, it, it's okay. It is the best feeling ever. I hope that when I'm done being an athlete, um, I'm able to find that in something else that I'm able to do. But it, when you're in the zone, it is like, how do I just, how do I even describe it? Like it, you can feel the adrenaline in your body and your mind you're just kind of set on autopilot which as an athlete like sometimes that's not a good thing but when you are in the zone and uh what you're you're essentially like blacked out (laughs) totally that is a great way to put it right um because what you naturally do if that's working then you can just literally let your body do it um because when autopilot isn't good as if what you naturally do they're able to defend um but yeah, when you're in the zone, there is nothing better than than that. And you do, you black out and then you're kind of like, what just happened? There have been times where I'm like, what game is this? Like, this is <laughs> the first game because I just, I just black out and I don't remember where I am or what I'm doing. <laughs> but no, it's a great, it's the single handedly the best feeling in the world. <laughs> that is awesome. So I just had a question that just popped in my head and I completely let it slip when we started this. You said you got recruited by Air Force, right? 
Yes. What's that like? Is that any different from any other school? Is it just pretty much the same thing? Um, is it, what is it different? How about that? That's the question. Um, that was another school that I was like, this is intense that I don't know if I could do it. Looking back now, I would love just the routine and structure of it because I, I've had two friends um, go there and it's like you, you are in the air force basically. So you have to do everything and the workouts and everything that they, that they do. Um, but getting recruited by them, they're, they're super up, up front about that too. They don't try and hide it or anything. Um, so it's definitely, it's same in a sense, but uh, different. You have to know going in that it's, <laughs> you're going to be treated like you are not there for volleyball. You're there as part of the air force. Um, but yeah, I've had friends go there and they love it and the routine and structure of it. So it's cool. I want to go back to your time in Europe real quick. Sorry. Do we, do we have time? Are we good? Yeah, we have time. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, one of our sponsors, you know, might, you know, yell at us. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> they have. Well, one of our <laughs> many sponsors. Um, uh, did you, uh, where did you visit in Europe besides Luxembourg? Did you go anywhere else? Yes, I went to um, Lucerne, Switzerland, which is so, so, so pretty. Um, and I got Swiss fondue there. Amazing. So delicious. Um, and then I went to Malta for Christmas with my friend who is also playing overseas, which was really cool. We went to an all-inclusive resort. So, like, how could you not love that? All you can eat and drink in, like, oh, an yeah. island. Amazing. Um, and then I went to Barcelona and I saw a soccer game, which I'm, I don't understand soccer at all, but that was such a cool experience. You saw Barcelona play? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was amazing. That's definitely one for the bucket list. Oh, totally. And I didn't know why people were cheering, but I just cheered. (laughs) (laughs) So disappointing. (laughs) But no, that was really cool. Um, And then I I was supposed to go to Ireland and then Amsterdam, but then Corona (laughs) came and I had to go home. Freaking Corona. I know. Ruined everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should visit uh, the motherland, uh, Poland. Uh, (laughs) You should. You definitely should. Heart of Europe. uh, (laughs) Not, you know, I'm not going to hype it up too much, but it is. There's it's really nice too. <laughs> they have a good they have a good volleyball league as well. Yeah, they do. Oh, and I went to France and Germany because that you could take literally take a train, and you're there in like an hour. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. All right, one final question for you. So this is a two part question. Oh, so no. if this volleyball league is actually successful, would you try to play after you're done with your grad program, or would you want to go to do something else with your life, something cool. Cause obviously you're kind of a big deal. So what would you want to do with your life? <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, part of me would be, would say like, why not? Might as well just try it. But um, another part of me is, I don't know, but to be honest, I don't think I'll ever be done playing volleyball. I'll find a way my whole life to play, but I don't know. I could see myself doing it. And I could also see myself just getting a big girl job. Um, so yeah. uh, don't do that. 
Don't do it. That's what everyone tells me. They're like, do that, do this as long as you can. I don't sports. Know. Yeah. I mean, Kerry Walsh is still oh. not getting a job at forty something, so that should tell if you. I could be Kerry Walsh. <laughs> That's what I want to be. That's who I want to be when I grow up, Kerry Walsh. <laughs> All right, well, get to work. We'll stop. Get to work. Practice. <laughs> Go do right some abs or something. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. And honestly, it was super cool getting to know you. And we, I, I was going to say we all have to play volleyball together, but I, just, I have yes. no, yes. no intention of just getting killed by you. Come on, right. I'll teach you My overhand serve is amazing, by the way. Yes. All right, me and Elizabeth for shoot three. On my team. No, no. <laughs> dibs. I want dibs on the pro player. You guys, uh, you guys are both tall. How yeah, is exactly. that? Exactly. My my overhand serve is is only good if I don't trip. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, Bart. You sure you still want him? You know what, Bart? I'm also gonna play with a beer in my hand, so you know. <laughs> I'm nice. down for that. <laughs> Let's go. We should, play that. we should do like a little one in the beer, one hand in the beer, one one volleyball. Amazing. For every point you give up, you take a shot. <laughs> oh god, I love it. Oh, Let's go. <laughs> Somebody's dying. Um, All right, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank Appreciate you. It. Appreciate your time. Me. Thank you. We know you're a very busy lady. So. Now. <laughs> All right. Take care. See ya. Bye. All right, guys and gals, let's get into a little MLB talk. Uh, Jeff Paschlin did report that within a week, the MLB should have a proposed plan to return. We don't know what it is yet. It hasn't leaked. <laughs> I mean, in this day and age, it'll probably leak tomorrow or the next day, but I didn't right. have a chance to see it. But uh, baseball gurus, Chris and Kevin, how do you guys how do you guys feel about this? I don't know enough about it. That's the problem. So, like, I, I think once it leaks, I'll have a better ish. I'll have a better idea. I mean, personally, but. I mean, you know, like I like I've mentioned in past episodes, I work in minor league baseball. I haven't heard anything, and I, I'm thinking that once major league baseball has a plan, it'll trickle down to the minors too. I I just haven't heard anything, so that's because you're not important enough yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty important when it comes to having fans in the stands. Oh yeah, you're right. So but... like. That's, that's my no biggest fans, thing. So, right. <laughs> I'd hope not, but I don't know. I just need. I would need to see something. I, I want to know what this plan is. Are we going to have fans in the stands? Are we going to be playing in home stadiums? Are we playing in Florida and Arizona? What is it? Because well, I just want. I just want something to hope for. In Texas, possibly. Texas too. Yeah. Right. Well, the best thing we have right now is former uh, major league player Trevor Plouffe has multiple sources that said it is going to be June 10th spring training two, and then July 1st uh, opening day, if you will, um, playing in home stadiums. That is what the current proposal is looking like. Um, but imagine like, let's just say like, just imagine like a 4th of July opening day though. Oh my God. Like, and we have this like, and Illinois uh, opens in like phase four or Five, six, seven, whatever phase it is. Ninety-seven and a half. Yeah, okay. absolutely. But imagine like an opening day of July Fourth. Like how patriotic that would be. Oh my god! Like yeah, I think everyone that's would, probably what they're aiming for. Everyone would take a shit, and it would be red, white, and blue, and it would be <laughs> wonderful that day. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, but I think July first is the latest they could actually like start the season and actually try to f- do a season because there's so many games that have to be played. Um, I just think it would be impossible otherwise, unless they literally just do division games. 
from like August and September, just like Cubs play the Cardinals. Reds, I assume Pirates. it's going to be at least 100 games. I don't know if it's well, going to be Well, that's the goal is 100 games yeah. for the season because they've done a shortened season with 100 before. Um, but, yeah, they would have to start July 1st. They want home stadiums because that's the only play, way players will agree to it, so they're not away from their families. Um, which, think, which with no fans, that's totally fine. And by that time, we don't know. That's the thing. Oh, well, no, there's so, definitely not going to be fans. Okay, hear me out, though. So the NHL, right, the, the leaked whatever proposals that they're thinking about sending out maybe one day is the limited fans, right? There's ways in the ticketing softwares to be able to say, especially to season ticket holders, like, okay, if you're in this and you know you you corner or you zone out the stadiums, right? If you're in this zone, you get games or you get your tickets for these games. If you're in this zone, you get tickets for these games. If you're in this zone, you know, like zone out the entire stadium. And well, they whatever just do tickets, alternating seats or every couple seats. Just that's the problem, though, is that there's so many season ticket holders with some of these teams, like the Cubs, no, like the Cardinals, like back. the Yankees, like the Red Sox, like these big time fan bases. All right, there's so many season ticket holders that you're gonna have to figure that out one way or another. But I could kind of see that work where they say you get a limited amount of your season tickets to get to actually use and then the others are refunded for next season. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out in the next couple of days what's happening, but I don't think there's going to be any fans in baseball until playoffs. Um, NFL is the only league that said they will have fans when they start. Um, I mean, hockey's talked about limited fans, but we'll see. I highly doubt that too, because I mean, for that to happen, I think there would have to be some kind of vaccine or like mass medication in place. So I don't yes. know. I mean, I actually there's football talk- of sixty Sorry. to seventy thousand people in a stadium, and like so that's a lot more than a hockey stadium that's twenty thousand people or baseball that's thirty five thousand. So yeah, so big stretch there. I actually got to talk to one of my friends about this a little bit earlier today. Um, I work with him over at this. Uh, at this team, the Kane County Cougars. You guys get a chance. Go and see a game. Uh, slip that no in. Free anyway, um, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's make money somehow. But um, no, I'm just kidding. But um, we really think that the way that we're going to be getting fans, and we think that there is a chance that we get fans, but it's going to be like 250 people at the most. And that's with, and that's allowing 250. That's not saying 250 are going to show up. But we really think that there needs, if there's not a vaccine, there needs to at least be some sort of concise and very um, effective treatment, right? Right. There needs to be like some sort of very good treatment if no vaccine. And I think at that point, we'll start to feel a little bit better about being out in public gatherings of, you know, 500 or more. And that's why Lollapalooza is still on hold because they don't know what's going to happen there. Like, they haven't officially canceled it. Pitchfork is canceled. That's in like June or July. And then Lollapalooza is late August, so it really depends on what happens there. So, yeah, 
Um, all right, moving from MLB onto the NHL, did you guys see the proposed uh, playoff, the, the format, the return format? 2014 playoff. Um, and essentially, like I said, the only way that that works out for me, um, I mean, first of all, let me just say this. I agree with it. Chris, you do too, right? Uh, Bart, how do you feel? I'm going to ask Kevin last because he doesn't matter number one or number two. You probably have a whole <laughs> take on it. But, Bart, how do you feel about this? I, I honestly don't care how they how they do it. I, like, if they play, like, a few games and then, like, just regular playoffs or the 24-team playoffs, or if they just go straight into uh, the, the usual 16-team playoffs, I, I, I really don't care. I just want it back. Um, I, however they decide to pick what, uh, which teams go to the playoffs, I'm really not going to have an issue with it. So, honestly, like, I can't even – I just – just don't really have an opinion, honestly. I just want to watch. I want, <laughs> I want hockey. That's it. Right. Here's the opinion I didn't, I didn't share. The more teams, the merrier, in my opinion. The absolute more teams, the merrier. It is a weird season. It is going to be a weird playoffs. Yeah. Why not make this as weird as possible? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm the NHL it. makes or generates the least amount of revenue per the other four or the other three major sports in America and or North America, I should say. Why not make something so marketable and so weird that you just have to tune in? Why can't you have a team like Detroit, who is historically bad this year, have a chance to win the cup? Have a legit chance to win the cup. They still wouldn't have a chance. Yeah. I'm just saying, in theory, what if they get some weird puck luck? What if they just get hot, right? What if the team that pulls the number one overall pick is in the Stanley Cup final? Would you throw away uh, divisions too? Uh, divisions and conferences just put everyone together? <laughs> No, I don't no. think they do that. No, I think I think it needs to be like some sort of wild card format, like like the way that the proposed twenty four team playoff is. But you'd have to do it for every team. So there's going to be some one game series. There's going to be some three game series. Maybe even a five game series, and then the rest of it is seven, just like normal. What I like, so like my ideal thing, and I discussed this earlier with you guys too, would be usually there's 16 teams. So that's with wild, that's with uh, four wild card teams, right? In total, two yep. here and then two in the other conference. Yep. Um, teams 17 through 24 essentially just have a three game series. Four teams are left. Those, that's another three game series between the two, and then those teams play another three game series with the proposed wild card teams. And then the wild card teams are set and then let's start the regular playoffs. I mean, I don't know if I'd want 24 against number 1. Um that's just that's not going to be fair. That's going to be a sweep. And I don't know. That's any that's that that's there that's doesn't make any sense. Um but some buy should be rewarded and I feel like you know 17 through 24 should be like a play in of series of play in series into the actual playoff. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I think that'd be a cool idea. If if we did uh, one verse twelve, it would be St. Louis against the uh, against Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I thought that's nice. what it would be. 
Yeah, like, so, I mean, the Blackhawks would get swept in that after listening to you two complain for a year. Uh, uh, no, they wouldn't. Oh. I mean, yeah, they would. It'd be a fun series. You got swept in the season series. series, and now so, we'll have Vladdy back. Yeah, you're getting swept. Yeah, we, we kind of got Jake Allen times too. shut you guys out at home. Yeah, like, that was embarrassing. Yeah, we were there. We got to see that. <laughs> that was really bad. That was the first time I met uh, met Chris and Kevin, and I thought Chris, I thought I was going to hate Chris. Um, yeah, me too. Really? Yeah. No, I thought you were going to hate Chris. Yeah, but I love why? Chris now. I, I, wait, why? I, I thought well, I should. I'm just curious. No, wait, wait, wait. Super, you were super obnoxious after the first goal. I'm like, okay. Oh, well, this fucker. So no, I that went must that have been game. Kevin. Okay. No, I went to that game no. thinking I was going to be super obnoxious, and then Chris just started screaming. He was already drunk oh by right the time the first goal. I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah. do that. He is over okay. the top. I'm just going to say So little side side story. Okay. He had seven beers before it fucked her up. Okay, that's beside the point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so <laughs> um, here's the here's the side story. So, good friends. We took uh, one of our friends, uh, Megan I's friends, to the game with us that we went to. His name's Colin. Colin and I we like to play NHL 20 a lot. Okay, so we like to play Ultimate Team, and he got a St. Louis Blues player on his team. For those of you who don't know him, his name's Mackenzie McEachern. <laughs> he just trashed the hell out of Mackenzie McEachern because, like, he would he would be terrible because, obviously, you know, when you start your ultimate team, your team's just horrible. Mackenzie McEachern was the one who – the only one that ever scored for him, right? Only one who ever scored for him. So the very first goal that was scored in that game – was by Mackenzie McKecker. Which freaking blew he scored my a, mind. He scored a couple. He, didn't he score two that game? No, it was just one. Okay. But the reason I got so hyped about it is because I saw him drive right down the middle of the ice, and I got really pumped about it just to see it because not only did he give does he give him so much crap after his ultimate team, team but – the fact of the matter is that Blues Blackhawks game was his first ever live game, and his first ever live goal was by Mackenzie freaking McEachern. It was beautiful, and that's why I got so hyped about it. So, Matt, I'm sorry if I was obnoxious. I'm sorry that was my first know, don't actual sorry, impression okay. on you, but I had to. I had, I had to just okay. get so we hyped had a about fun it. Night. It was fine. It was cool. <laughs> I liked it. Plus, Bar won 100 bucks. Oh, there we I go. Did. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Wait, did you uh, that, that was a good day. Shut out. <laughs> oh. He just bet on the Blues. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Man, he would bet on them in the playoffs too. Nah, comment. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, but yeah. So you, we still never got to my opinion on this format. That, that's because it doesn't matter. Oh, like that's because we're moving on. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no. That- Sh- show your mouth. I have a legitimate opinion here. So if it was one verse twenty-four, two verse twenty-three. Yada yada yada, that'd be the stupidest thing ever. Like Matt said, it'd just be sweeps. For the, for yeah, I don't like that at all. For one through eight and twenty-four through sixteen, sweeps done. Uh, so I think that'd be stupid. But Matt was proposing like, what was it, seventeen, 17 through twenty-four? Yeah, yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. Like do essentially play. wild cards for the wild card teams. Yeah, and then do a wild card for that, and have some buys for the top teams. That that's fine. I'd be okay with it in that sense. I still think that the 16 teams that worked their ass off during the season before this happened should be the 16 teams playing for the cup. 
Yeah, but what about the teams that were in, in the running, though? So much changes well, in the last 10 I would games. prefer them to actually finish the last 11 games. And yeah, I'd like, prefer that, too, to be completely honest. Just so that you can't say, hey, we left these guys out there two points out of a wild card spot. No, they got their chance. They still missed. That's fine. Um, I think that's just a better way to do it, and I think that's how it should be done. But if they do the 24-team format, they should do it how Matt suggested. But I still think it should be 16 teams. So there's at least some way that you can't put an as big of an asterisk next to this cup. Because um, every trophy awarded for every league this year is going to have an asterisk next to it. But if you keep the same playoff format, you finish your season, there's less of it. Why you just do go full send? Just send <laughs> it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm just so baffled by the idea of a 24-team playoff. It's just – I don't get it. Um, I mean, I was baffled by the coronavirus. and Oh, that, that too. Um, but, yeah, I think they should – or at least do like – not even finish the whole season. Do five more games or get to where everyone's at 76 games played. So just have yeah. a like, slightly shortened season so they those teams have their chance to get in. I don't know if that makes sense because if you think about it, there's going to have to be some kind of like at least three-week like training camp because let's just face it, people are probably getting out of shape. <laughs> so they have to get into quick shape again. And well, if they're, they're not getting ice time. That's that's the main yep. issue. Yeah. Ice. yeah, so that's going to be interesting. All right, moving on. NBA. Uh, not much NBA news, honestly. <laughs> but uh, Last Dance, uh, episodes five and six were on. Uh, you guys still haven't seen it, but it's fine. You guys are probably just going to wait till it ends and binge the whole thing, more than likely. Uh, I think that's what Chris is doing. But, I I mean, again, badass episodes, badass, you know, uh, playlist. Essentially, this is where they talk about um, Clyde Drexler and the 92-93 team as well where Mike just – he's like, okay, you know, he's good, but I'm going to prove that I'm better. So he essentially just – you know, the first game, one of the that finals, he was, he was just a barrage of threes, and it was just, you know, like he just shook everybody. But this is where they go into the whole dream team, and uh, it, it's – that that dream team uh, was assembled like – it was amazing because that was the first year any NBA players actually got to play in the Olympics. Uh, so that – definitely that dream team – was assembled very nicely, uh, minus Isaiah Thompson. Uh, he keeps saying he met the qualifications, but I don't know. I don't know the qualifications, even if there was any. But Be essentially, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, but at the same time, it wasn't. Definitely was not Michael um, that spoke bad about him at all whatsoever. Didn't get him back on the team to get him on the team. I mean, he was hated by you know Larry Bird. He was hated by Magic Johnson. He was hated by. Uh, Patrick Ewing. I mean, he was hated by a lot of people on that team. So wasn't it like seventy five percent of the team did not like him. Yeah, essentially. Number, but I mean, these were pretty badass episodes. It got into like Jordan's personal life as well, and I mean, you know, like, do you really want to be like Mike? But you know, I I, I don't know. I uh, so, but episodes seven and eight for me, I think those are going to be amazing because that's when they go into his first retirement. Um, that goes oh, into the Bulls when they were essentially coached by Phil Jackson and how good he was during those two years that Jordan was gone as well. Uh, Jordan wasn't important. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, they didn't win those finals. So, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> the two finals that Houston won that they were absolutely stacked with anyway. I mean, you had Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler on that team. All but, right, theory. 
Jordan actually wanted to retire, not because of gambling, but because he knew he couldn't win those two finals. So he didn't. Uh, that is record. false because he already beat Clyde once. Why couldn't he do it again? Yeah, but so. that that those two Houston teams were absolutely. They were pretty stacked. I don't know if they were to win. I don't know if they were to win. If even Jordan says, but like he was so mentally worn down, he was thirty or thirty-one by then, so he was like super done. And then plus, his dad got murdered that summer. So and I mean, he was that. For gambling. Uh, so actually, they do interview David Stern about that. Um, yeah, so you will be able to see that. And he's going to well. say, "Yep, that that." I'm dude, not so sure that dude was getting suspended. I'm not so sure. Ooh, what are you uh, going to do if that comes out, though? Uh, I would give you $2. I don't know. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> uh, call LeBron James the GOAT. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not, no. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm pretty like, pretty excited for this episode. Oh, it also goes into, like, how uh, much of a jackass Jordan was to his other players. <laughs> he was essentially an asshole. Um, he got into fights and practices. They go into his fight with Steve Kerr that he had where uh, he essentially punched him in the nose. Um, but, I mean, we'll see how that plays out. You have to be that kind of player to make your team better. So, but, yeah, we'll see. Now, my uh, let's go on to UFC. Uh, my favorite part of this, because that's how I mentioned Day Zero without sports. Um, yeah, UFC 249. Uh, not the original card, but Dana White still managed to put together a pretty good card. Um, Bart's gonna bet on it and lose more money. Bart, what do you think? Uh, he's so excited. All his money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have any set picks just yet. Um, don't. I'm definitely not gonna make. I'm not gonna make any last last minute decisions like I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Greg Hardy is is uh, fighting on Saturday, and I just want him to get his ass beat. He's actually been he's actually been like pretty solid. He's uh five and one, but the mad titan, he's going against the mad titan, so it's a scary on, man. Uh although Greg Hardy's name is Kraken, so Kraken? No. No, it's let me the give Prince you guys of like War. a little uh oh, is it he changed it? Oh. Yeah, it's his Prince of War on here, at least on the UFC website. His uh, nickname was Kraken while he's in the NFL. Um, uh, all right, so, being, so. Right. from bottom to the top, the card goes as follows. Ryan Spann versus Sam Alvey. And listen, I'm not going to pretend like I'm the US, biggest UFC fan in the world. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll watch and maybe I'll get into it more and maybe we'll do this more often. But Ryan Spann versus Sam Alvey. Then you got Bryce Mitchell against Char- Charles Rosa. And then you got Vincente Luke versus Nico Price. This is where it gets interesting. Ronaldo Souza versus Uriah Hall. That's going to be a good one. Um, you got Carlos Parza and Michelle Waterson. That's let me of... tell you what their their uh, their nicknames are. Who's Carla Esparza is the Cookie Monster. Yes, <laughs> right. Bet on him. Bet and, on him. Oh, hold on. Her, hold on. Her, and, her. Her. Well, I wasn't even listening. And uh, Michelle uh, Waterson is the Karate Hottie. I mean, <laughs> this is. This is a Cookie battle monster. of names. Cookie um, Monster against the Karate Hadi. Let's do it. I, I'm so excited for this. This could be a good fight, too. It's actually really exciting. Um, uh, cookies for this fight. And then you got, uh, uh, then you got the, the, the boa the constrictor. Boa constrictor, Alexi Alenic and Fabricio Wordham. Uh, Fabricio is, uh, I mean, to me, he's, he's definitely a great fighter. He used to be, at least. But this is going to be a good one. Um, well, 
Olenek is uh, 58-13, so. Guys, then we get into the good ones. Then we get into the good fights. You ready for this? Donald Cerrone. He got his ass kicked against Conor McGregor, but. Um, like seven sessions. Yeah, I think literally. he's gonna he's gonna be his his comeback right here. Yeah, Donald Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. Um, Anthony Pettis is absolutely insane, but I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, Greg Hardy against fun. Jorgen De Castro. That's gonna that's gonna be interesting. Uh, I mean, that's just gonna be a battle of dad bods too, because I don't know if you guys have seen how they look. They look like dad bods. They look like they're dad bods. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Jeremy they, they crush skulls. So yeah. Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Qatar. Cater, Calder, I don't know. Francis Nagano versus Yarzinho Rosenstrike. Um, that's going to be a good fight. Uh, Henry Sayudo versus Dominic Cruz. Bantamweight. That's a, that's a championship fight, too, so it's, it's for the belt. Um, yes, it is, absolutely. And then we got Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. And... Yeah, this is a hell of a comeback for the UFC after getting 249 canceled. So, which was supposed to be could be, but uh, Russia won't let him out. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. right. You can't you can't really do much if Putin doesn't let you out of the country. So, nope. All right, boys and girls. Yeah, I'm gonna exciting. end this episode. Uh, bye. I used I used to you know I had some shenanigans. Didn't think they were appropriate due to the coronavirus. Uh, we kind of you know, uh, skilled back on them a little. I'm going to end them with some dad jokes. Um, my best, my top three dad jokes. You guys ready? Can we rate these? You can. That's fine. Beautiful. I'm, gonna, I'm not two. even going to do them in my own. I'm just going to do them. I'm just going to say them. Ready? Point three. <laughs> what did the drummer call his twin daughters? I don't know what. And a one and a two. <laughs> and a one and a two. Just because of the but but I'm shit at the end there, I give you extra points. Uh, I do too. Uh, Make it a twelve out of ten. <laughs> All right. Generous. Wait. Very generous. Here's my next one. I my fate my one of my favorites. What's Forrest Gump's password? Jenny. One Forrest oh, one. Uh, one Forrest one. Uh, nine and a half. Giggles. <laughs> Giggles. <laughs> 5.7. Oh, and guys, honestly, I wanted to go on a diet, but I feel like I have way too much on my plate right now. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Oh, that's so good for you, Matt. Uh, story of my life. Uh, uh, me. Me. 8. So relatable. 8.1. So relatable. The All poorest right, one was the best. Love it. All right, boys. Uh, hopefully you liked episode and gals. Uh, hopefully you liked episode fourteen. Hopefully you love their interview with Miss Elizabeth Hayden. Uh, Highland. Highland. I'm sorry. God, totally. dang it, Matt. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. We get right Kevin, like three times through the episode. Kevin, just tell her that I apologize. Um, I mean, she'll listen to the episode, so apologize to her yourself. <laughs> Sports are back. That's exciting. Y'all have a good night. Good day. Adios. Like and subscribe. Toodles. Whatever you do. Follow us inside the Minds Pod. It's okay. Now. I'm sorry, okay. Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs>